This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program. Also, all of you that are watching on World Ministries International with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, Facebook, social media, welcome. I have in the studio again with me, Apostle Daphne. Yes. And Apostle Daphne, why don't you introduce yourself? Thank you, Dr. Hansen, for having me in your show and especially in this program that is reaching the nations. I'm Apostle Daphne Naylor. Our ministry is called Kingdom Glory Ministries International. We are doing apostolic work across the nations by the grace of God. And we have seen the glory of God being manifested, lives being changed. And we are happy that the Lord has really been fulfilling His word. Okay, last program we did, Apostle mm-hmm. Daphne and I, we, mm-hmm. we talked about the church's responsibility. Yeah. We said that the purpose of God through His church is to reveal His glory over all the earth. Yes, sir. In Psalm 72, mm-hmm. 19. Mm-hmm. We talked about, again, the church's responsibility is to take dominion, Mm -hmm. subdue, be salt, Mm -hmm. occupy, Mm -hmm. and make disciples of the inhabitants of the earth. Yes. That was found in Genesis 1, 26 through 28, Matthew 28, Mm -hmm. 19 through 20, Luke 19, 13, Mm -hmm. and Matthew 5, 13. Mm -hmm. We talked about, the Bible says that we are his ambassadors. Jesus said that. Mm-hmm. And if we don't do our God-given responsibility to make mm-hmm. disciples, then yeah. evil men mm-hmm. instead rule the righteous. Yeah. If evil men rule the righteous, the righteous are persecuted. We have the responsibility. Yes. Jesus is not coming out of heaven to do our responsibility yeah. no matter how much you pray. Mm-hmm. The Bible says pray for yourself that you can do the will of God. Mm-hmm. Jesus comes back to rule and reign, remove evil governments at the battle of Armageddon. Mm-hmm. But right now when he ascended, Apostle Daphne, yes. he gave the church the responsibility to represent him yes. through the power of the Holy Spirit. We're supposed to be his ambassadors. We're supposed to rule and reign. We're supposed to be salt Mm -hmm. and we're supposed to bring righteousness to the nations. Apostle? Oh, that's powerful. Basically, the responsibility lies with the church. The Bible says that Christ is the head and we are the body. We are the body of Christ. And basically the function, the way you look at the body is exactly that. If Christ is the head and we are the hands and the legs and everything, we are the ones that we have the responsibility of enforcing the kingdom of God on the face of the earth. And yes, that's why the Bible says the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our God and 
of his Christ. It means that the <coughs> dominion that is already there and the kingdoms that are already existing, everything is not still under subjection of the power and the dominion of Christ. The enemy is still destroying, the enemy is still stealing and killing and doing all kinds of things. But the church must rise up in power and authority. You know, I was just looking at Revelation uh, Dr. Hansen, and Jesus says, uh, I'm, I think I can just read it for you. It says, um, verse, uh, let me just get it for you. When Jesus rose from the dead, he says, I am the Alpha. I'm reading Revelation chapter 1, verse number 8. He says, I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He says, Who is, who was, and who is to come? And he says, I have the keys. I have the keys of heads, death, and grave. And when Jesus was about to leave, he says, I give you the keys. He gave the church the keys. And he says, I give you the keys of the kingdom. So we have the keys of the kingdom to enforce the government of God. Because we have to overthrow any other government. We have to overthrow any other kingdoms. We have to overthrow any other rulership and enforce the rulership and the government of God. And that's why Isaiah says that the government will be upon his shoulders. So we are the government of Christ. We are the government that's supposed to enforce that dominion and that power. So you're rightfully saying that it is true that the church has a responsibility. But maybe the question is, are we there yet? Are we ready? Do we have it yet? Well, that's that's the mm. topic mm. is mm. to have spiritual awakening, spiritual yes. awareness. Mm -hmm. Now, Apostle Daphne comes from Kenya, East Africa. She's been ministering in the United States, mm -hmm. actually trying to awaken the church. Yes, sir. Have them be filled mm -hmm. with the power of God. Yes. Like he said, go tarry until you are baptized mm -hmm. in my power. Power, dunamis, released mm -hmm. energy. Yes. That's according to the Greek. Yes. And again, we are supposed to be filled with God's power if yes. we're going to represent him. Yes, and if sir. we're not filled with his power, we can't represent him. Yes, sir. A powerless church cannot affect the world. No. A cold church cannot affect the world. Exactly. And that's why Jesus says you, you must be either hot or cold. He told the Ephesians, you know, you have to go back to your first love. You must get this fire going because it's only a powerful church that is going to make an impact in the nations. And that's why I was looking at Nehemiah when he was uh, asking for permission to go and rebuild the cities. And I was looking at the church like this, like the city of Jerusalem. Uh, the Bible says it was burned with fire. The walls were broken down and everything was just in ruins. But yet Nehemiah, though he was in a very good place, he was in a comfortable place. But he decided, I'm not going to stay here. I want to take the responsibility. I want to go down there and rebuild the city. I have to rebuild the walls. And I feel the church, we are in a place where everything is the walls are down everything is burned down and the you know the enemy has come strongly against the, the nations and the world and god is asking who will go for us you know like isaiah when he encountered the glory of god and it is true we cannot do it without the glory of god when the bible says king Uzziah, when he died isaiah saw the lord and he saw the Lord seated high on a, you know, on a high place and he saw the glory of God. And then God was asking, who will go for us? And he says, I will go. Why? Because he had been touched by this glory. He had been cleansed and sanctified. His tongue was cleansed. His heart was purified. So I tend to believe the church must be ready in sanctification, in righteousness. We must come off from this complacency. We, we have compromised a lot as a church. So the church needs to come to a place where we, 
we shake off the, you know, we, we really need to disentangle from the baggages and the sin that so easily ensnares us. And we need to really be swift and be available to fulfill the purposes of God. Well, you're exactly right. Yeah. You know, the battle lines of those people in America mm-hmm. who reject Jesus are clearly drawn. Mm-hmm. And they're changing the law so that sins of abomination described in the scriptures mm-hmm. are now classified as an alternate lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And if you represent Jesus with his laws, mm-hmm. they call you names mm-hmm. like hate monger mm-hmm. when the reality is they hate Jesus, the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in you. Yeah. So we cannot be intimidated. We cannot mm-hmm. be threatened. Yeah. Jesus said, if you represent me, mm-hmm. If you love me, if you serve me, Mm -hmm. he said they hated me and they'll hate you. Oh, yeah. But I have a crown of righteousness awaiting for you. Yes, sir. All those that are true and faithful Mm -hmm. will be my sons and daughters. And he says, I go to prepare a place for you. So the key is Mm -hmm. we cannot be intimidated, but we must be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, Peter was a very proud man, Mm -hmm. a bold man, but he did it in the flesh, in his own strength. Yes. And when trouble came, he denied Jesus three times. He did. But after being filled Mm. with power, with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, then Mm -hmm. this man did not Mm. run. Mm -hmm. He did not cower. He he did not, again, uh, get intimidated to the point that Mm. he was compromising it. No, he spoke boldly to the very people. Yes, that he was afraid of before. That's true. And 3,000 repented because he spoke so fearlessly. Yes, amen. We need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. Apostle Naf. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And Acts 4.13, he says, And when they saw the boldness of, of Peter and John, and they they realized they had been educated, they were uneducated, they were unschooled, they had no experience, they realized they had been with Jesus. So they did not just see the power, they did not just realize that they were powerful. No, the Bible says these guys were untrained, they were unschooled, they had no experience, but the Bible says they realized that they had been with Jesus. So that encounter with God is what gave them this boldness. The encounter with the Holy Spirit is what really empowered them to go out there and you know they were healing the sick they were doing the works of God and in in, uh, Mark chapter number 6 the Bible says and these signs and wonders sorry Mark 16 it says and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name they will cast out devils in my name they will hold serpents they will drink poisons and it will not harm them and this is the power that Christ gave us to preach the gospel when the last words of a man when they die they are very important that's what we call the will a will is the last words of a man or a woman when somebody is about to die what they do is their last words is what they call a will they write a will of what is going to happen and the last words that Jesus did which I call the will of Christ is he gave us a great commission And he said, go ye into the world. Go ye. He did not say stay. He did not say just sleep. He says, go ye into the world and preach the gospel, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so this he did by empowering them. He told them, do not leave Jerusalem. Because you shall be empowered. You shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. So we need to walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. We need to wait until the fight. And actually, let me tell you, 
it is just fellowship with the Holy Ghost. The more you fellowship in prayer, in the word, you just get this empowerment because the Holy Spirit is already here with us. It's not that we are not waiting for him to come from heaven. He's already here with us. So all that we need is that fellowship with him and just allowing the Lord to empower us to do the works of the ministry. Well, you're exactly right. Yeah. Again, he gave the mandate. He said, go tarry. Yeah. Go tarry before you try to represent me. Yeah. Go tarry. Yes. And I will fill you with mm. my power, yes. with a baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So I will be with you through the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and I will do the yes. great exploits, yes. but through you. Yes. You are now my ambassadors. Yes. You represent me. Yeah. You speak for me. Yeah. You lay hands on the sick yes. for me oh yeah and so we have to we have to if the spirit if the church is going to have a spiritual awakening mm -hmm. we've got to be tarrying mm -hmm. we've got to be in the secret place yeah. we've got to be mm -hmm. baptized in the holy spirit yes. and we've got to continually be baptized in other words continually yeah. be speaking in tongues daily yeah that's true that's true and even peter says we are a chosen generation we are a holy nation yes a royal priesthood that people set apart for god that we may show forth the praises of he that called us every believer is a royal priesthood yes. every believer is a priest and a king uh the bible says in revelation chapter number five that by his blood he has redeemed us uh, he has redeemed us uh, to god and he has made us to be kings and priests. So every believer has this responsibility because I see the challenge uh, that sometimes we wait for the apostles, we wait for the prophets and the teachers and the pastors to do the work, but every believer has this responsibility. He did not just say a few of you, he commanded everybody to go. So what I challenge believers is that you can make an impact wherever you were. Whether you are in school, you are in the medical facility, whether you are at home, whether whatever place, whether you are a policeman or whatever area of influence that God has put you, we are supposed to make an influence. The church must awaken. We should not leave the ministry to just the pews of the church or the, the pulpit or to the pastors and the men of God. We need to have this responsibility and we need to go out there and make an impact. You can make an impact in Walmart. You can make an and I tell people, even in the stores right there, wherever you are, when you are driving, you can make an impact because we are kingdom representatives. We are ambassadors. And an ambassador is somebody that lives the kind of life from their kingdom wherever they are being deployed. So we are supposed to enforce our kingdom principles wherever we are. Whether in the marketplace, whether in the, in, the, in the ministry, whatever area that God has put you, we need as a church to awaken because... The church has slumbered for a while. We have really been in that place of complacency. It's like we don't really need what, we don't know what God has really given us. We, ha we are dynamites in the spirit. We have everything that we need. We have the keys, we have the dominion, and we have the authority. And therefore, we just need to rise up. I believe the church just needs to understand who you are, identity, and then begin to enforce and move in power and begin to manifest the kingdom of God. Well, you're right. I've yeah. got Apostle Daphne. Mm -hmm. It's on my warning radio program today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's from East Africa, the country of Kenya. Yes. We're talking about spiritual awakening. Yeah. 
And I believe that's correct, Daphne. Mm-hmm. People don't know who they are yeah. in Christ Jesus. Yes. They don't realize mm-hmm. the weapons at their disposal. Yes, sir. But again, that's because they're not in a secret place, mm-hmm. and many of them are not baptized in the Holy Spirit. Yes. And if they were baptized mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. they should be allowing mm-hmm. that power to grow. They should yeah. be continually, like Paul said, mm-hmm. speaking in tongues each and every day. I hear you. Paul says, hey, mm-hmm. I need it, and I speak in tongues more than any of you. Every day. And he was a tremendous mm. warrior, yeah. apostle, maybe mm. the greatest, mm-hmm. but he understood his power came from God. Yes, sir. And he was in the secret place mm. and he spoke in tongues every day. Yeah. And yeah. so we need to be in the secret place, apostle. Yes. And you know, Jude says that we need to, um, he says, uh, let me just read that verse in Jude chapter number 20, because we just need to understand the gift of the Holy Spirit is not just for a few, it's for all of us. It's, for, it's not just a denomination, because I know sometimes we are divided over denominations that, oh, our church does not agree in speaking in tongues and all that. Now look at what Jude verse 20 says. It says, but you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You know, how do you build yourself up on your most holy faith? He says, you beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. There is no way you're going to pray in the spirit if you don't have the spirit. There is no way you can walk in the spirit if you don't have the spirit. So the Holy Spirit has been sidelined in our time. People have rejected the power of the Holy Spirit, but yet the Holy Spirit is the agent of power. He's the agent of manifestation. I call him the key executor of the Trinity. He's the one that makes things happen. He's the creator of those things that are not there. He's the, he's the one that activates and and i remember when paul was speaking to timothy his son he says you know i therefore remind you and i'm reading um uh, second timothy he was telling his son you know stir up the gift of god which is in you which you received through the laying on of hands for god has not given us the spirit of fear but of power of love and of a sound mind there is no way you can walk in the gifts of the spirit if you don't embrace the holy spirit and it is so important for us to understand that because when we are we embrace the power of the holy ghost when we move in the power we are baptized in the holy spirit therefore we begin to manifest the gifts of the spirit we begin to manifest uh, the gifts of the holy spirit which are going to edify the church that that are going to bring healing and restoration and you know paul was telling timothy do not be afraid do not fear but the only way you are not going to fear is when you have been empowered by the holy ghost because god has not given us a spirit of fear he has given us the spirit of power of love and of a sound mind. So I totally believe that these are the times that Joel prophesied that in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. If you have never embraced it, I'm one of your honest desires today should be, I want to be filled and baptized in the Holy Ghost. I want to move in the power of God. Well, you're exactly right. Yeah. Jesus knew that, mm-hmm. how important it was. Again, that's why he gave us the instruction, yeah. don't do it. Yes. Don't go and try to represent me oh, yeah. until you're filled with my spirit. Yes, sir. He told him that. Yeah. He said, go tarry. Yeah. And so if we think that it's mm-hmm. not important, then mm-hmm. we don't think God is important. Mm-hmm. We don't think the words of Christ is important. Yes. And yet we wonder why we don't even have the courage to mm-hmm. open our mouth mm-hmm. and witness not yet come against sin. Yes. Because we don't have his power within us. I hear you. Half of the church... Mm-hmm 
does not believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Unfortunately. And, and, and you wonder why America's a mess? Well, what are we doing? Just telling stories everywhere we go? And we don't even have the courage to tell stories correctly. <laughs> I'm talking about the Bible. We're That's afraid. True. That's true. That's true. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the Bible says if you walk in, the, actually the works of the flesh are flesh. It, it, it says uh, that, that which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. If you walk in the flesh, you're going to manifest the fruits of the flesh. If you walk by the spirit, then you're going to operate and show for the fruits of the spirit. You cannot walk in the flesh, in the natural, in carnality, and, and rather uh, have the fruits of the spirit. For us to demonstrate and manifest the fruit of the spirit there has to be an incubation it's just like a seed if you plant a mango seed you tomorrow you will have to harvest mangoes not oranges and it it tells you there is a seed that has been sown so for us to operate in this level we are talking about we have to allow the holy spirit to incubate in us to live in us literally to uh, to so that we allow him to lead us to teach us you know he says when the Holy Spirit comes, he will be your teacher. He will remind you of all these things. How do you even study the word of God without the spirit? How do you even pray? That's why the church is powerless and people are struggling. We struggle because we don't allow the Holy Spirit. And like you said, many people fight the spirit of God. We have a lot of, and if there is a Holy Spirit, there is a counterfeit spirit, which is a spirit, which is a, the spirit, you know, the antichrist. We have that, that is a spirit of lawlessness. And that is, I, th I believe, what sometimes has been, we have a lawless spirit, the unrighteous spirit that, and people have, sometimes they don't even know what is the difference between the manifestation of the Holy Spirit and manifestation of divination, witchcraft and other powers. It's because we've not walked with the Holy Spirit uh, enough to have discernment to understand which kind of spirit are we operating on. So we have to know that the enemy is a counterfeiter. He's going to counterfeit the Holy Spirit. And how does he counterfeit? By releasing the spirit of divination, the spirit of witchcraft, Mormonism and all these kind of wicked religious uh, activities they do is they just counterfeit what God has and the original is the Holy Spirit. So we have to really walk with the Holy Spirit to an extent that we walk in discernment, in understanding. You can even know what is right and what is wrong, you know? Well, you said it earlier yeah. about carnality. We yeah. walk in our carnality, yes, sir. our flesh, yeah. our pride. Mm -hmm. So how do you get a familiar spirit? Mm -hmm. Well, it's your pride. If you don't walk in the spirit of God, yeah. that proud spirit within you yeah. becomes familiar yeah. with anything and anybody mm -hmm. and you disrespect. That's true. We must understand again that if we are not filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, then we are walking in our own type of spirit, yes. including allowing a familiar spirit yeah. to grip us and influence us <laughs> instead of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So we must really strive mm. to have the Holy Spirit mm. working through us yeah. to be intimate with God. Yes, sir. And that is the mm. key. And yeah. so much of the church, mm. they don't spend any time with God and they, again, reject the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And we wonder why America's a mess. Mm -hmm. Apostle? You know, Gal Galatians, uh, Paul was telling the Galatians, if you walk by the flesh, you will gratify the desires of the flesh. See? But if you walk by the spirit, you will not gratify the desires of the, of the flesh. That's right. If you walk by the spirit, in the spirit, you will not 
you know, satisfy your fleshly desires because the spirit and the flesh are always at war. Your soul and your spirit is always at war. But when the spirit of God takes over, he empowers your spiritual man and the spiritual man is able to conquer the things of carnality and the flesh. And that's why, um, you know, when Paul was saying, I'm just struggling, I don't know the, what I want to do. I want to do it, but I cannot do it. But the things that I don't want to do, I find I'm doing them. And he says, I see a law in the, in my, in the members of my body. I see a law that is in, operate, in operation. And he says, who shall deliver me from the body of sin? It tells you you have no power to overcome sin. You have no power to overcome the things of the flesh by your strength. But he says in, in Romans, he says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk after the flesh, but after the spirit. He says, because the law of the spirit of life has set us free from the law of sin and death. There is no way you will live a victorious Christian life if you are not empowered by the spirit. He says, the law of the spirit of life has set us free from the law of sin and death. Do you walk in do you want to walk in freedom? Do you want to enjoy liberty in Christ? Do you want to enjoy victory in your life? You must allow the law of the spirit. We must allow the Holy Spirit to take over. Then we are going to conquer the flesh. We're going to conquer the things that are happening in the flesh. Amen. Once again, spiritual awareness. Mm. We must get to that place, mm. that secret place. Mm. We must strive yeah. to be filled each and every day with the Holy Spirit. Yes, sir. We need to speak in tongues yes. every day. Oh, Not yeah. 20 years ago. Mm. You say, well, I was baptized 20 years ago. Well, then your life is a swamp. It's dead. It stinks. <laughs> and you're doing nothing for God. You're like a bull that's had its horns cut off and other things cut off. And you're a steer that can't reproduce. Yes. You are reaching nobody for Jesus Christ. But we must be aware of who we are in Christ Jesus, yes. filled with the Holy Spirit, yes, and amen. we can do miracles. We can do what yes. God said we can do through His power. Yes. May God bless you. Tune in again tomorrow yes. to the Warning Radio Program. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio. 
with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.